0: Hello, we're back. When life attacks, I'm Jim Hamilton. I'm Travis McFalls. Right now, you're probably expecting The Wrench Part 2. You're not going to get it. Right. It's not to say it isn't done. It is done. It's Well, it's in the can. Uh, it is. However, we do need to edit it.
1: It went a little long. It went a little long. And I'm worried that if I put it out there, just seeing the number... uh, you know I don't want to scare him away
0: same here same here it's, it's a good story it is I think it's a good story. I haven't been able to hear myself tell it back yet, so um I will take Jim's word on it that it is a good story i I think it is it's it was it's definitely an interesting thing that happened to me in my life that hasn't really happened to me <laughs> quite that way so um, I will say this. I'm glad to be done with the wrench. I'm, I'm glad. I'm glad we did it. It was a story that we both felt needed to be told. Okay. And let's move forward.
1: All right. Well, I'm gonna. I'm gonna kind of bring this. I'm gonna bring this pod home. Okay. Okay. I had some shitty things happen, and I think everybody can identify with this. Um, I lost my dog. Oh man. How 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 old? So I had two black labs, my, the boy black lab, mm-hmm. his name was McIntosh.
0: McIntosh, all right.
1: And his wife, right, which is a year younger than him, right. her name is Maggie. Okay. And we, we actually tried our hand at having a few litters of puppies and selling them. They were both papered and champions and my wife was amazing at it. She was super whelping mom and... Uh, Maggie was a great mom, and we had uh, we had about ten months ago. We had to put Macintosh down. He was becoming very frail. He was unable to walk out the door. Um, we have sort of a doggy door through our garage that he could walk into a fenced-in area. He mm-hmm. was an amazing dog, but I'm a huge pussy. Okay. Okay. And uh, when it was time to put him down, I just could not do it. I could not face it. I just I I had my wife deal with it um i got home maggie was still there i just like acted like he went on a vacation and i never really dealt with it i wouldn't say that you're a pussy i would say you're sensitive that you have a soul (sighs) well you know my wife tried to make me feel better about it too but and i don't know i felt like i should have i should have been there because it was we had to put him down
0: you should have been there for mac
1: Right. He was awesome. He was an awesome, beautiful dog. He weighed about 110 pounds. He had a bark that sounded like he was a Rottweiler, but he was sweet and he was an affectionate, playful dog. And uh, I'm a pet person, so uh, it was sad to lose him. And uh, our dog, Maggie, uh, where, where McIntosh was sort of, he was tall and strong and proportionate. Maggie is stout, real wide chest Uh, you know, strong barrel chested almost. I mean, she was a strong dog. She weighed 90 pounds. She was about 20 pounds less than him and in great health. Okay. In the 10 months from putting Macintosh down until a week ago, uh, she became so frail and so sick and she stopped eating Mm -hmm. and she couldn't move and wouldn't go outside. Mm -hmm. And uh, we first detected how Bad it was getting. Uh, sometime over the summer, she was. It was amazing how quickly she deteriorated. I couldn't believe it. And um, I, uh, I sort of interact with my animals like they're people. Okay. So, you know, talking to your dog. Uh, I, yeah. They, she, they would respond to me in a way where I felt like they could understand everything I was saying.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I know that. I know that. I'm not a huge pet owner, but yeah. Oh. I'll sit there and I'll talk to the animals. Do you talk to the cow? Because you have a cow. I do have a cow. Uh, I, t- I talk to Brownie a little bit. That, uh, that one always throws people off. I had a coworker, the felon, who just, he was asking me, so do you have any animals? Uh, let's see here. I've got a, well, we've got a fat cat. He'll occasionally pick up a mouse. And then I've, I've got a cow. Like a, like a cow. Yeah, I have a cow. One cow. Yeah, what the fuck's so weird about that, man? <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: you have no, and it's
0: it's because the where you guys
1: rent your house, the guy
0: has a cow on the property. Right for tax purposes, he gets a deduction in his what's it property tax for it. So, I live with this cow, and for me, brownies just. Yeah. She's part of the gang, so I don't think anything weird of it. And then he starts mentioning it to everyone that comes through the door. You know, this guy's got a fucking cow. He's got a cow. <laughs> if you look at him, what are you talking about? He's got a cow. What, where did this come from? This guy has a pet cow. Are you yeah. attached to the cow yet?
1: I do like brown. Yeah, brownies. Brownies. You, you Is she receptive to knowing you're around
0: and does oh, she yes, come up to you? Yeah, 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 yeah. I'll hop the fence, pet her yeah she uh so you she's grown in your heart yes 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 you don't fuck with brownie
1: maggie was uh, an amazingly sweet dog uh do, you know when you when you own a lab and you're selling labs uh because they're game dogs people are always concerned with whether or not they have a soft mouth which means will they will they take a treat or will they take a bird or whatnot will they take it from you gently and receive it and she was uh very, very specific in how she moved and how she would interact with people. She wouldn't bite. She wouldn't jump. She was a little hyper when she was younger. But as she got older, she became very cool. So um, as she kind of, I don't know, she got a little, she started to slow down. Uh, we took her to the vet to have her looked over. And they had noticed a mass in her chest. And they wanted to operate. Okay. And a 13-year-old dog does not do well when they get operated on. In fact, they usually don't do maybe a couple weeks after the surgery and most die. They're just too frail.
0: You can't open up a dog's chest. Well, she's roughly 91 in human years.
1: Yeah, It was going to be a bad so, deal. Yeah. I
0: mean, you got, if you want to put it into context, imagine opening up a 91-year-old woman.
1: Right. So we decided not to do that, and it really was not cancer or the tumor that took her out in the long haul. She just, um, you know, having taken her to a couple of vets, they just really felt like because dogs live in packs and McIntosh wasn't there anymore and her alpha dog had kind of gone away, that her will to live was just going
0: away. I found this tragically sad. I find it romantic. (laughs) Just well, you hear like the old couples that die the same night in their bed, or one of them goes and then quickly the other one goes because they miss the other one. And I I I, I spin it positive, I guess. I I see it more as a romantic thing. Like they meant that much to each other. They meant the world to each other. So when one of them is taken from another one, essentially their world is taken from them. And so they they it's not and they know they can't have their world back. So for them the world is essentially Over. Over. Right. And it's very romantic. Uh as a
1: married romantic. man, when I hear that story, I think maybe when I go home I should just out of nowhere be a little mean to my wife, just, just in case she's not feeling well or something happens. <laughs> I don't want it to pass early.
0: Right, right. <laughs>
1: uh But, yeah, so they said basically my dog was dying of a broken heart. Yeah. And I thought that was just a bummer. And uh, as much as we tried to prevent that with walks and treats and attention and my wife was going overboard because it's a sad deal, uh, we ended up uh, to a point where it was a Monday night and the dog wasn't getting up out of bed. And it was going to the bathroom on itself in its bed and it wasn't drinking water and it wasn't eating. So, I held out until Wednesday night, okay. and my wife said we have to do something. Right. I'm like, all right, all right. She wants me to call one of these outfits that comes to your home, and they do it all at your home. And then they take the dog from your home, and you know everything happens within within the home. And I'm like, you know what? Uh, all right, we'll all schedule it, and then you just be sure to meet the lady there, yeah. right? <laughs> She's like, "Well, I can't do that alone. you gotta come home and she didn't do this with with Macintosh right uh Maggie and my wife very much had you know bonded in tight, so my, tight bond yeah she wanted me to be there for her right and I'm like oh, you know is that really necessary? What's your best friend doing <laughs> <laughs> and uh so i I get home that night I had an engagement the night that I started taking care of it I actually had the nurse that I had contacted from the company that was going to do this call my wife. And, uh, I had to, uh, we knew we were spending the last night with the dog. How depressing is this? <sighs> I know, pretty, right? Yeah. It's pretty depressing. I'm not picking you guys up on the other end of this, uh, nah, this podcast yeah.
0: today, but this is how life attacked you. Yeah. Uh,
1: fucking a, it did. And so I'm, I'm, I'm holding things together. Right. I'm yeah. like, you know, it's, it's a fucking dog. It's a dog, right?
0: Trying to rationalize my wife's it. dog. It's dog. dog's sick. No, no more picking up piss. Right, right. You know? Trying to trying to rationalize it in your head that this is a good thing, and mm-hmm. trying to trying to numb numb the flow of feelings. You know that it is sure to come.
1: Absolutely. I was trying to. Uh, I don't know what I was trying to do. Some combination of what you said and some combination of just you know. Uh, take a deep breath and swallow it away and not deal with it because it's just a dog and I'm a boy and it's not a big deal. So uh, my wife asked if I can uh, carry the dog outside so she can go to the bathroom. And my dog does not like to make messes inside. She won't even run away. When the two dogs would get out, the only reason she would run away was McIntosh wanted to run away and she'd follow him. And she was always the first one that got caught. And so once he passed away, she never went anywhere. She always stuck around. So, uh, I picked her up, took her outside, and she rose to her legs to go to the bathroom, still trying to be a good dog. Yeah. But she's not drinking. So, what's going on? Nothing. Yeah. Nothing's
0: really coming out.
1: So, uh, I bring her back inside. And by this time, my wife set the hammock up and put her in the middle of our living room so we can, like, really interact and put the dog on her favorite spot. And my wife's like, I had to go upstairs and get, you know, ready for work. Could you grab the spare bed so that, um, I can sleep next to the dog. Sure, no problem. Go get the inflatable mattress, set it up next to the dog. Um, And as I'm looking at the dog, the dog is so, so miserable. The dog is just so miserable and in so much pain. And uh, you could just, she's kind of laboring and breathing funny. And I'm thinking about all this time because I basically essentially had the two dogs the entire time my wife and I've been together. And now this is the end of the second dog we bought. And it's almost like losing a child. Yeah. And it's just like, oh, my God,
0: I cannot deal with this right now. Well, and in a way, too, maybe it's a symbol of your relationship with your wife because you've had them the whole time. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's uh, not that our
1: relationship's dying, honey, if you hear this. <laughs> but it's, uh, you know, it's intimate. It's very yeah. intimate. And, um, uh we don't have kids we have dogs and right. pets and so this uh this is a big deal to our core family to lose another pet in 10 months and you know i hadn't dealt with the first one and before i know it i'm not like crying i'm crying i'm like not putting any effort into crying and i'm just crying like they're just flowing flowing and my nose is getting stuffy yeah and I'm, you know, my wife is maybe seeing me cry in the 14 years we've been together a couple of times. And by anyone's barometer, they were pretty good reasons to cry. <laughs> <laughs> and this was just uh, something I just, I don't know. I, I felt I must have 16 hours all the way up until the vet comes. I'm a mess in uh, I can't sleep the night before. Oh, well, no. And, you know, uh, I feel tremendous guilt. Like I am taking it upon myself. To end the dog's life now the night before because the dog's not wanting to stand up i validated it but the next morning the dog gets up with me just like she always does she's wagging her tail she wants to go outside she goes to the bathroom she comes back inside um she's not urinating on herself so i you know kind of situate her and i know this person's going to come to our house at two o'clock and now i'm you know, texting my wife because my wife went to work. I didn't. I elected to stay home with the dog. I'm like, she know, she's getting better. Do we, should we cancel?
0: Yeah, yeah. Maybe she's just giving you a good last day, though.
1: Yeah, and uh, my wife says, well, is she drinking water?
0: No, she's not drinking water.
1: Uh, I've been kind of forcing some water down her, but um, she's no. not freely drinking it. Well, will she eat? Well, let me see. So I go get a hot dog. Got to throw it to the dog. Think the dog fucking eats the hot dog? The dogs love hot dogs. <laughs> Needed. And so as much as I was rallying for her, I just couldn't stop it. So uh, I didn't want my wife to deal with the cleaning up of all of the dog. You know, we had a dog gate up. We had a dog area for her at night where she slept and had all of her stuff. And so I started cleaning it all out and putting it away. Even though the dog was still alive, the dog was situated in the living room. I felt the need to kind of do this while I was with the dog so it wasn't so horrible after.
0: Yeah, because afterwards you, you, there's always the chance you might not do it because then you get locked in the memories when you're looking, oh, this is where she used to play. This is. I'm not ready to do it now. I'm not ready to do it now. Yeah, so that's why I was worried yeah, about that. Yeah, so that that was a good call on your behalf. That was that was very brave.
1: Oh, it sucked. It sucked, and I felt guilty because the dog was kind of looking at me. And so then, uh, for those of you that haven't been through this, the lady that came, um, and uh, I've, I, I wish I could tell you what company she worked for. I I don't right now because she was so great. Um, she came in and she was petting Maggie and she was interacting and she was you know, walked us through the whole process. And so at this point, my wife's really concerned with all the pain that the dog's been in. So what she wants is she wants the dog to go to sleep, not die, not be like put to sleep, sleep, mm-hmm. but be basically sedated so that she can spend some time pain free. Yeah. Dreaming or whatever. Yeah. And so they give the dog the shot and, you know, we're of course saying our goodbyes during the sleep time because the dog's not going to be conscious. Yeah. And, um, I know it's, this is really sad, isn't it, people? I, but I got this is what happened to me. This fucking sucked.
0: You gotta get through it,
1: right? Know. So um, we, uh, uh, you know, we're both crying and we're saying goodbye to the dog. And she says, you know, you'll know that the dog sort of entered into sleep because it'll kind of like it'll go into a dream state where it'll start chasing things and it'll kind of you know react. And it, it's it's not that the dog's dying or anything. You'll it'll you know if your dog tends to be like this when it gets into a deep sleep, you'll see it again. So after about ten minutes goes by, the dog's you're know, wolfing a little bit, and you can see she's chasing something, and and then the lady says, "Well, I'm going to increase it so that we kind of take her from the dream state into a much deeper sleep." Yeah. But she's not going to die. All right, you know we're good with that. She's like, "Do you want me to, pro, you know, do what you want me to? Wait, do you want me to do this and do that?" And by this time, man, I cannot string this out anymore. This is just killing me. Yeah. So I'm like, "Nope, I just I want you to get it." You know, get it done. My wife agrees. And my, you know, my wife's holding the dog's head and she's talking to her and crying. And I'm in front of this strange lady and I'm already bawling and it's a bad deal. And, you know, I'm kind of guy bawling where uh, the tears come but and I'm sniffling, but I'm not like wailing away or anything. I just keep like yeah, trying to
0: swallow, sniffle and. Yeah, just wipe away the waterworks as they come out.
1: Yep. Yep. I'm not too proud to say it. I was, I was in rough shape and I was thinking about, you know, Macintosh too, at the same time. And, um, you know, uh, this is just really killing me. So, uh, they, they, they put Maggie down, they put her to sleep and, you know, she passes and, um, they have this, uh, really nice gurney that comes in and they can actually strap the dog in place as it lay so that you can then, Two man it out to her car, and then they mm-hmm. take the dog. And and so while we're dealing with our grief, you get hit with well, um, it's a, a fifty dollar cremation charge if you would like a mass cremation. If you would like what they call an eighty percent retrieval, you'll receive eighty percent of your dog dog's remains back for a hundred and fifty dollars. Uh, but there could be other because obviously they're being cremated with other dogs, so there'll be other dogs as part of those remains. You can have a private cremation for two hundred dollars. We're wrecked, dude. Yeah. So, private $200 is to have the dog put down and to have the cremation done with tax was $500. I know. I know. I know. Now, my wife would tell you she would never do it any other way. Yeah. I found it to be, I mean, there were just so many emotional components to it. Uh, I don't know. I don't really have a frame of reference for it. Cause it was the first time I'd really had to do that. Most of the time, everybody else had either had done it for me. So it was my first real confrontation with it. Uh, I've lost family members and other ones, but I wasn't the one pushing the button per yeah. se. And I have hunted, but it's totally different. I'm not attached to the pheasant that I knocked down out of the sky <laughs> right, or whatever. Right. So this was a, a bummer deal and it turned into an expensive deal. And uh, the next day I feel like I'm going to be free from it. And my wife gives me a call and says, uh, need to be home at two o'clock and i said why she said well they're gonna drop maggie off i was like check balance or what she's like no it's done it's like what do you mean it's done it's done she's was cremated they're bringing the ashes over like it was just 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 a few hours ago it feels like well it's done they bring me the box and dude the box is warm like the ash is warm Oh. oh my god so we have now um I don't like the house without dogs. Okay. I mean, it's not that I want to buy a dog to get over the old dog. Cause that isn't how it works. I've had many dogs and getting a new dog has never taken me out of mourning for an old dog, but right. I want a dog and I'm wondering have, uh, do you know what a King Corso is a cane Corso? Excuse me. No, you do not. I do not. It is a version of a Mastiff, but it's smaller. Okay. Now, do you have your cell phone on you? Yes feel free to take the phone out while I'm describing what we're looking at here and look at what a cane Corso is. So before Maggie passed, whom I love dearly, I had seen the summer prior at the Renaissance Festival a Greater Swiss Mountain Dog, which basically looks like a Labrador Retriever, but it has the coloring of like a Basset Hound. And they're supposed to be incredible dogs. So I had met this dog at the Renaissance Festival, and that was the dog that I was hot after. Well, there aren't many breeders in the United States that, you know, produce greater Swiss Mountain Dogs. Maybe seven recognized by the AKC, maybe 30 registered with the AKC totally, and if you want a paper dog, it's kind of a hassle. And so I tried to get one before Maggie passed so that I could kind of pair them up, but my wife was worried that the dogs would, again, have a, you know, that we would have a pack and then no pack, and it would be a big deal. So And Maggie was getting older and more frail, and so all of a sudden we missed our window to bring a new puppy in. And uh, so I started looking at these Greater Swiss Mountain Dogs, and, dude, they want 3500 to $4,000 for a Greater Swiss Mountain Dog. Jeez. Yeah, I've never paid more than three. In the description... 100. Of a Greater Swiss Mountain Dog, they tell you it can take nine months to a year to train. Well, they can weigh up to a hundred and fifty pounds. That's a lot
0: of. That's a lot of dog. That's a lot of mess. That's a lot of, for uh, nine to, to a year, nine months to a year. Yeah, a lot of mess. Man, how long does it take to train in an average dog? Couple months. Like three. A, a lab,
1: a lab's like a male lab. You can have them trained in six to eight. Usually, usually you're a hundred percent mistake free by six months. Cause they have full control of their bladder around then mm-hmm. you have a few mistakes once you bring them home, but usually two months they're trained. Okay. So this was a big drawback for me. And then they're known as a pulling dog. So a working dog. Yeah. And so where they're from, they can haul up to a ton. Well, my little wife, man, she's not going to be, you know, I can't give her a hundred and fifty pound dog to rip her down the street. <laughs> right. So we start looking at that dog. The dog yeah. you're looking at.
0: And I have to say this Scary, right? It kind of looks like uh the gozer the Gozarian dogs from Ghostbusters. Yes. Just miniaturized. Frightening, right? <laughs> yeah. Well, they're they're like miniature masters. Oh, especially if you could find one with red eyes. (laughs) Oh man, I wouldn't sleep. I would not sleep in that house. They have like
1: (laughs) some have like a brindle coloring. Some are black with like a little white shield. Now, the pictures you're you're looking at, they crop their
0: ears, which gives them Mm -hmm. sort of a
1: Doberman kind of a. Yep, I'm familiar with that.
0: I was looking into getting a Doberman at one time in my life.
1: Yeah, well, my wife is, like, not going to cut the dog's ears off. She's not for it. She thinks it's cruel. It's simply simply an aesthetic. She's not going to
0: show the dog. She doesn't want to crop the ears. See, the people that are pro-cropping told me that, see, that one has red eyes. Its ears aren't cropped, though. If its ears were cropped, oh. Scary. Goes to the Gozarian dog.
1: If you have now been listening to this pod Jay and you've looked up Master. the cane Corso, you have seen that they, so they can weigh, a male can weigh anywhere from 150 to 170 pounds. And a female is anywhere from 90 to 130 pounds, you know, give or take. Uh, we found a breeder and this is my first journey down because I stopped breeding dogs in like 2006, 2007. All right, And so in the 10 years since then, there's now an application process with questions about who lives in your household where do you live no what kind of yard do you have mm-hmm. how many hours do you work are you part of
0: the society do you what what do you feed the dogs are you a stone ma- a freemason <laughs>
1: yeah i mean is, you know what what's your annual income what are you going to do if you guys get divorced these are this is legit questions on what kind of cat do you have how do you feel about cats how do you discipline your dogs uh, how many dogs have you owned? What dogs did you own? How did you care for these dogs? This whole
0: thing I find to be super intrusive. Very intrusive. What is that? That's that's not cool. That's basically, are you, yeah, are you part of the club? Are you, are you who, uh, we're looking for a very distinct type owner here. And if we don't find him, we'll uh, just. It pisses me off. It's a fucking dog. You're getting a fucking dog. And,
1: you know, I get you, the fact that these people, you know, I get it. I'll say that much. I get what they're trying to do for the animal. But then they send me a contract. What kind of? The contract has stipulations that range from if I want to get rid of the dog, I have to turn it over to them at no charge. No. I can't. They have the first right to take the dog over before I want to give it to my brother contractually get the fuck out of here fuck you you know who who exactly what horse do you think you're riding on where you think you have that kind of i never did that with my dogs nor expected it or felt like i had the capacity to follow up with it which is when they drop this on me i am expected to every six months call them and let them know where i'm at in the world if i've moved where the dog is all of this info are you <laughs> shitting me? So now my dog search like I've lost my dog. It's I a want a new dog. dog I don't meat. want to go to a puppy mill. I want to go to a responsible breeder, and it's pure extortion. Yeah. It's big brother, big brother to dogs. So I go to this this more common breed, this cane corso breed, and there's still some of that. I still see some of the contracts, some of the craziness. The price comes down from thirty five hundred to four thousand to a thousand to two thousand for the dog. Which is still a lot in my book. But, yeah, same here. But I'm looking around at quality labs and quality uh, retrievers. And, you know, they're still pretty expensive in terms of price.
0: Right, right. Yeah, dogs aren't cheap. Dogs aren't cheap. The best idea, I, I got like a Basset Hound for $300 from a puppy mill for my, um, for, uh, my ex in Texas. She ended up keeping them. So, was he a good dog? Uh, he was young, and he was young when we broke up. So now those are considered wet mouth dogs, right? Like they a, drool a lot. Yeah, a little drooly. Uh, whino, whiner, whiner. Just uh, if we weren't in the same room as him, he'd just start whining. Doors are open. You're a hound dog, man. You can smell us. You know we're right here. You don't have to cry. Come on over. <laughs> I so got old. He was a big baby. He was a big baby. I got old. I got old
1: fast. Okay, so he, she's taking care of him now. What did you pay for him? Three hundred. He was the three hundred. Okay.
0: So the ex. No her dad ended up. She ended up moving him in back in with her folks for a brief period. And during that period, her stepdad gave him away. Oh, that sucks. So yeah. So I I don't know where Orwell's at right I'd now. I'd have been sued for doing that.
1: according to the contract yeah you would have
0: been in breach of contract (laughs) what the hell yeah
1: you know i really don't want that kind of a relationship with somebody and who's you know i i would like to buy the puppy from you i will agree to take care of the puppy i do not know which direction my life will go but i will determine the direction of my life and the creature i adopted from you because i fucking adopted it yeah i'm not a foster parent where you have some sort of executive oversight over my family pet are you out of your fucking mind
0: Here's the money. You give me the dog. That's the end of our relationship. Yes, yes. When did that change? Did I miss a fucking meeting? Must have, because that's. I mean, I'm not in the dog world by any means. The Basset Hound was one of my few experiences with having a dog. So, yeah, that's that's just fucking asinine. So we've gone to this King Corso, and my my here's the the
1: the specs that I've gotten from the misses. She, her whole life has wanted one of like three dogs and they're all huge. She wanted an English Mastiff mm-hmm. as a dream dog of hers. She wanted a, um, bulldog, which is a smaller dog. English or French? I think English. Okay. She wanted a, is that the one with the American? No, she wants American
0: bulldog. American. I is didn't that know the that.
1: stout one with the turned up nose, right? Or is that considered I, English? I think that's the English. Okay. So she wants an English bulldog. Um, and she wanted a new fee. All okay. right. Those were the three. Within our search, I said, you know, I don't want a dog that's going to be snot and tears and spit and everything all over. I had a buddy that owned a bulldog. It was a nightmare. It always had to have special shit in its food because of the tear ducks and a well, nightmare.
0: well, they're also known from briefly when I was looking into getting the basset hound. We did also want to get an English bulldog as well. All kinds of health problems with that dog. Uh, we also knew other owners of bulldogs and. They would just talk about their vet bills. That was always like one of the first things. Love my dog, but that vet bill. Yeah, I can't do
1: that, and I don't want to have a dog yeah. that's constantly sick. So then we, she went to this Scottish wolfhound. Scottish or Irish? Scottish. I think it's. A, is it Scottish? Is it, you're saying it's not a Scottish wolfhound. It's an Irish wolfhound. Irish. The Irish wolfhounds, the big. It's huge. Huge. Okay. Yeah. Shaggy, well, then that's it. Irish, kinda, it's Irish then. Kind of looks like it has like shag carpet. Okay. Hair. Okay, forgive for, me. I thought it was Scottish, but it's Irish. It's I'm pretty Irish sure it's the Irish Wolfhound. So these things are, they like, sort of massive. look like a, what do again, they look like? They once look like again, a, health problems. They kind of look like a Yorkie
0: on steroids.
1: <laughs> sort of. Because they're huge. Huge. Like they could rest the top of their mouth on the top of your fridge. No problem. Yeah.
0: They could take you down.
1: They are huge. Standing on yeah. all fours, they're probably like six and a half, seven feet tall. Or standing on their back hind legs. Yeah. They're huge. Massive dogs. And so I'm, I'm trying to reason with her, right? Like, uh, we have a four-foot friends. I mean, the dog would just, you know, <laughs> Gone. step over it. Gone, right? Yeah. And they're, they're prey dogs. So if they see an animal that they want to chase, we've lost our, and they're expensive, too, by the way. They're Very like expensive. Six grand or something. Very expensive. So then she whittles down and she says, well, I want a newfie. And I'm like, I love newfies. They're great. Uh, the hair might suck, but great dog. Uh, then I read that they're wet mouth. so they drool a lot, yeah. and then they have oily fur, Ooh. and so it can cause all of your furniture to get sort of that discolored, mm, yeah, yeah, kind of thing. Yep. Oh, I don't want that, dude. I really don't. I no. want to love my dog. So we shoot down the newfie, and then it comes to the mastiff, and I start, and then we get into the health problems because they're too big. Yeah, two fifty, three hundred pounds. And then they say that, you know, if they just decide they're going to lay in your bed, good luck ever getting them out. Because once they decide, they require lots of training. They can be super stubborn. They drool all over hell. They're huge. Now, one thing I read from a dog owner is like, be prepared to have a rag rag near you at all times because their spit can get on the ceiling. The fucking ceiling, man. (laughs) So I'm, I'm trying to reason with her, right? And so she starts reading about the greater Swiss mountain dog. And she really wasn't shooting down my shit because I was shooting down hers. We were really trying to like mutually come in and a breed. And we wanted to have something we hadn't had before and, uh, she, and, and maintain this large dog that she wants to buy. So uh, we arrive at this Cane Corso and I'm seeing the pictures of it and I'm terrified I mean, it, it just looks like it is built to fuck you up. <laughs> 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 Maybe steal your
0: soul, too. How, like, uh, oh God. It looks
1: like a Rottweiler on steroids.
0: Uh, like I said, I think it looks like the Gozer, the Gozarian dogs. Was it, Gatekeeper and Keymaster. Yeah, scary. Yeah. Fucking scary dog. Yeah. So
1: uh, we start, start reading about them and people that have owned them, and, and they're super intelligent. They train really fast. A lot of them have, uh, they were used as Italian guard dogs or whatever. And apparently, uh, as they've come over, as they've crossed the pond, as they say, from Italy to the US, uh, a lot of good ownership uh, has been bred into them so that they're very uh, family friendly. Okay. And I was like, all right, well, that sounds good. They're uh, they're considered the driest or leanest uh, mouth line of, because they are from Mastiff. So although they do drool, they aren't drooling all over. They mostly drool when they drink. They don't just like freely drool all the time. And I was like, all right, well, I can put up with that because mm-hmm. Maggie, my wonderful lab, liked to drink water. Mm-hmm. And then she didn't like lick her mouth and clear the liquids. She just let it fucking just drop yeah, on the floor. Yeah, yeah an asshole. (laughs) She was an asshole for that. (laughs) So, um, so I'm like, all right, I'm on board. I'm on board. Um, found a few places that have litters, uh, saw the typical applications. Hey, big. Okay. No problem. Uh, saw the contract. All right. I can get by that. Uh, non-refundable deposit. That's not a problem either. Fine. You know, I can, this isn't as bad as the greater Swiss mountain dog experience. These people are at least kind of in line, Um, I will own the dog after. I don't have some, like, binding lifelong contract. Things are okay. Uh, Yeah, year and a half waiting list. Okay. I've called, like, 12 places. So you're looking at 18 months. And here's the kicker. This is the fucking kicker, man. I don't get to pick out the dog. No? Who does? They determine, based on my application, almost every one of them I talk to, or there's a draft in order by people, and I just get whatever's left. So if I happen to be the last person, according to them, to pick from that litter, mm-hmm. and then if I decide I don't, I want to pass on that dog, I'm not automatically moved to the first of this litter. I get moved to the last of the next litter.
0: That's bullshit. It's
1: because they're, they've got a lot of different colors, and there's some undesirable colors amongst them, and that's how they get rid of the undesirable colors. They're like, here you go. You just get what you get. And I don't trust that.
0: No, I wouldn't trust
1: that. we sort of decorated our house so that because we had two black labs that if we had black shedding, the house was you know hold up to a that. Little, a little camouflaged for it, yeah, more tolerant, yeah, you know, and you know we have white trim and shit in our house, so it's not like it's total like you know burgundy carpet or whatever it's just it's it's, it's not better dark than white. When you want, yeah, it's better than white fur, let's just say that, yeah, and so uh we kind of know what we want, but Jesus, I don't think we're going to get it. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like I'm trying to get my six-year-old into the best kindergarten in the, in the, in the state. <laughs> right.
0: I didn't realize the world of dog owning was so competitive. Me either. I just want to buy a fucking dog. And love it. What's so wrong about that? You buy a companion, you buy a dog, and you love it. That should be the end of the story. But come to think of it, when was the last time you can remember going to a pet store
1: where they had dogs? It's been a lot. Like I, I don't, I, I don't. I can't I don't, even think of
0: one. I don't really have pets per se, Uh per se, because the landlord and all. You them, have a cow. You have a pet. Well, they take care of Brownie. Brownie stays. And you care. have a cat. Yeah, yeah. But I don't really go to the pet store. I haven't been to a pet store in.
1: Can you? Um, so all four years, PetSmart, Petco. They have adoptable cats. No dogs.
0: Yeah, I think I saw no something like that. Yeah, last time I remember seeing a pet at like. Petco or the pet stores in the mall. I got to go back to probably 2002. It's been
1: a long time. I don't think that there's a lot of like
0: puppy stores anymore. 2002. I got to go back to like 2002. Last time that I saw
1: a pet, because it pet became store. passe, like, like right? To to uh, have the dog locked up in a kennel until somebody came by and bought it, and if it didn't get bought, it got euthanized. Or well, donated. it didn't get it
0: become passe. It became what would you call it? Poor taste. frowned upon yeah frowned upon very Good. much frowned yeah. upon and so now it's just not so you just don't see so it so now you went from being able to get one or just dying to you have to go to a shelter or you have to act like you're joining the most prestigious country club in the fucking region
1: well how do you feel about saving saving pets I, is that how you'd like to get your next pet is you want to go to the shelter and you want to save one
0: um I'm not really thinking about buying a pet right now, so I don't really think about buying pets. I have not bought a saved one. Usually I just buy them from families that have them, and they're like, I've got a litter of pets. So you want to buy them as a puppy and raise it into an adult? That's the way I've typically done it, Um, but I'm learning that if I did get a dog again, which I don't think I will, but if I did get a dog again... I might actually go the rescue route, just simply I didn't like dealing with the puppies. Mm -hmm. Oh, they're cute. Right. They're cute. But then they grow out of the cute phase very quickly and go straight into the chewing on the power cord for your computer. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) Pissing on your rug. Pissing on your bed.
1: It's really popular to save dogs, and I just haven't been able to get behind it. It's not that I don't want to go to the shelter and save them or that I don't care. It's that the experiences that I've had and that a lot of people around me have had with saves has been so poor. Okay. I want to love the dog, and I want the dog to fit in the family, and I'm willing to take care of it, and I'm willing to pay the vet bills, and I'm willing to clean the dog shit up out of the backyard and pay the fucking... Here's something... Here's something. Holy shit. I can't even believe I didn't bring this up. Because you're not a pet owner right now, but you might remember when you bought your Basset Hound, have you seen the price of pet food?
0: I remember it was a little pricey. Okay. Okay. So we start. My roommates take care of the cat because the cat was theirs. Peanuts. So, and even they're saying cat food's getting expensive. Peanuts. I started, uh, I,
1: I was from an Alpo family. It was just like, you know, we'd buy a bag of puppy chow or, you know, a couple cans of Alpo and that was like how we did it. Yeah. And uh, my wife is Let a voracious um, researcher. So if you say I like blue pens and a certain ink, she will get online and she will learn everything there is to know about blue mm-hmm. pens and blue ink and then she will develop an opinion on it. And that opinion is relatively difficult to move her off of because she's, you know, done, she's research. done her homework. So um, when we were raising litters, we went to a pet food called Beneful, and it was, uh, it was still like a puppy chow product, but mm-hmm. it was $29 for f- 37 pounds. Okay. Okay. I thought this was a lot. Now, I had been to, we you didn't know when you could, there were still pet stores offering food that was more expensive than that at the time. But uh, it was subjective as to whether or not there was a lot of value to that. So uh, we're feeding them Beneful for years. Ten years we're feeding them that. And she starts reading about my dog Maggie who also had a skin allergy and did have oily fur. And she wants to lessen that and you know make the dog's life more comfortable. And she learns that we need to go to a protein diet. This is one of our few. We don't really fight but we can get kind of sharp with one another and um she buys a 34 pound bag of blue buffalo blue buffalo 70 bucks Fuck. 70 bucks dude that's two it's like two what is that 25 225 230 pound roughly um <clears throat> and uh that's a lot so you can buy raw chicken necks a lot chicken a lot cheaper than that and they're just as good And we have two dogs at this time. So 200 pounds in dogs. That's, uh, you know, eight. uh, Every two cups is a pound. And we're feeding them about four pounds a day. That's what they're eating. Okay. So we're going through $300 in dog food a month. All right. I'm flipping out.
0: Yeah. I don't have that extra scratch.
1: I am flipping out. I'm like, what are we doing, honey? Not not to be outdone the dog's fur issue isn't quite resolving and very well and some things come out about blue buffalo in the press that she doesn't like and so all of a sudden she goes to this uh pronto prime food pronto Prime, and it must be refrigerated
0: and it's dry food
1: it is a it is a raw food oh it is 34 dollars 34 dollars for five pounds
0: So now we're buying a new bag of dog food every three days. And for the same price, you're getting only what, one, uh, as the Blue Buffalo, you're roughly getting what, one third of the quantity? Uh, Let's see. Um,
1: Well, uh, one sixth, one seventh. Because we're buying about, uh, we're buying about 10 bags, nine bags a month. Okay. At 30, 40 (laughs) bucks a bag.
0: Not cheap. At so all. now
1: our two dogs that were eating three hundred, we have one dog eating $350, three fifty, four hundred. <laughs> Holy shit! What is this racket, right? Yeah. So then all of a sudden the cat's eating the the blue <laughs>
0: buffalo. Like, would you like uh, would you like a scepter to go with your throne, there, buddy?
1: I'm trying to convince her. You know what would be cheaper? We could we could literally raise live chickens <laughs> and slaughter the chickens for the dogs. If you're not comfortable slaughtering the chickens, I'm pretty certain we could just go to the store. In half full boiler chickens and give them to the dogs you know what she says yeah but those don't have the vitamins in it <laughs> i'm like i'll fucking give the dog a multi are you kidding me <laughs> i'll slip it in the chicken we got a nice car payment going into dog food here and ultimately <laughs> the outcome for the dogs was the same uh she did lessen the dog's skin allergies but holy moly moly that's a ton of dough for dog food so yep. if we get a King Corso that he, you know, let's say we get a 150 pound King Corso, mm-hmm. they say it's a cup of food per 20. Okay. So that's, uh, six and a half cups of food a day or no, about six cups of food a day. Right.
0: Let's see. Now Seven's 140. You said it gets up
1: to 150. Yep. So seven and, a half, seven and a half cups of food. Yeah. So, um, that's, uh, that's a bag every other day. Pronto. That's thirty that's twenty dollars in dog food a day,
0: six hundred dollars a month. I don't even spend twenty dollars a day on myself for food.
1: I know <laughs> I know, and I was they've got this thing chuck and Don's the the chain so mm-hmm. if you buy ten bags of dog food, you get the eleventh bag for free. Oh great no, thank you, so generous. They they treat us better than any other place we go. If I went out to eat at the same family-owned restaurant every night, they would not treat me as well as Chuck and Don's does. <laughs> really? Because I'm definitely taking care of the health care plan there. Me alone, <laughs> yeah. no problem. They miss us. Like, they know Maggie died. <laughs> Yeah, Be prepared, dude. When it is when it is pet ownership time, you have a lot to think about. I don't know that I'm
0: getting the pet... I can't afford pet ownership right now.
1: Not right now, but it's coming. It comes for us all. Well,
0: some people aren't pet people. Like, Obi-Wan is not a pet person. I don't know that I'm... A, if I had a family, yeah. M- yeah. Because that's the only time I've ever had them, is when I'm in relationships. So, that's the only time I've ever gone out and gotten a dog or anything, when I'm on my own. I'm on my own, man. I want to... If I want to take off and I want to split town, I don't want to have to worry about finding a babysitter. I don't. I mean, it's like being a single parent.
1: You know, I found it was pretty easy. With with, even with two dogs, the dogs. But you have a large family
0: that could take care of. Oh, they're assholes
1: about it though. (laughs) They they really don't want to help me as much as I'd like them to. What I really found easy was the dogs. When you put as much time and energy into them as we did, um, they were just cool. They were good to go. I could take them anywhere I wanted to go. Okay. And if it was one of the things we don't do is we don't leave our car, dogs in locked cars ever, whether it's winter or summer. Mm-hmm. She's big on, you know, like I'm like, well, it's winter. It's not a big deal. I don't care. I don't want anybody to see it and think it would be okay to do it at any time. So I have like uber responsible dog owner, my wife. She, She's got principles. She's like Snow White, dude. Everywhere we move, the animals just come from the forest, and just, oh. <laughs> you know it's just—it's a crazy deal. She just <laughs> attracts all kinds of creatures. That's awesome because
0: I always meet women that um <laughs> seems like love. I mean, and they'll just be like, oh, pets love me, pets love me, and then you'll see a random animal, and, she, and they'll oh yeah, hey, come in. And the animal's just <laughs> does not like you, <laughs> yeah, like so. Oh, the animals from the forest and the streets just come flocking to you, huh? I'm huh, princess. My princess, they do. That's snakes, that's awesome. That's snakes, awesome. They rabbits, actually...
1: bunnies, birds, wow. turtles,
0: wow. deer. It's funny because, yeah, the same dog. And I'm typically not a pet person at all. So I'm kind of just, okay, you know, space, space. I like space, kind of like with kids. Mm-hmm and that same dog that'll be girl then will come up to me i'm like no 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 you go to her she's she's the animal person they'll come up to you and you're just all right well she's very monkey about
1: it too so like all of our all of our animals you know so like i have a certain uh i don't know a bubble that i have with the dog like mm-hmm. i pet its head and you know scratch its ear and mm-hmm. it's good to go yeah you know She's not, she evaluates them, looks at them, pulls their gums up, looks at their, their teeth, make sure everything's good. Their eyes, checks in their ears, feels all around, especially if it's tick season. Yeah. She's examining tails, looking at their paws, you know, cause she's done her research. She knows everything about the goddamn dog by the time we get it.
0: And so she, she gives them tick checks.
1: Oh yeah. Tick-check. She does in a much different way It's a dog. I'm not going home <laughs> to give my <laughs> wife a tick check. <laughs> It'll be funny to you guys later. Uh, the, uh, the whole notion though, of the way that she handles the dogs is just so involved. Uh, you know, she really does. She is, she's a great pet owner. Fabulous. So the loss of Maggie has been weighing on us and I've been on this entire pet adventure.
0: Wow. And that's been going on since last Wednesday. Yeah.
1: yeah we had, you know, we, we had the wrench part one and, uh, that was, I didn't want to bring up what was going on with me during that. Cause it was, yeah.
0: it was have set a weird tone for well, that. I'm just thinking, was I even texting you that day? Like you were oh, yeah. sitting there with the waterworks coming down and I'm sitting here. Uh, so we got a show to get out and blah, 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 blah. Man, now I feel like a fucking asshole.
1: You were on uh sabbatical and you were having a great time. Okay. And you were texting me and it, you know, I look, I don't, uh, I didn't expect anybody to guess it. I didn't tell very many people about it. If you haven't, If you haven't learned by now, I really don't share a lot about some of the things going on in my day to day when you and I, this
0: is, this, this is me finding out about it,
1: right? This, uh, when we sit down to do this, uh, this podcast, I, I bring stuff up, you know, obviously when life attacks Mm -hmm. because other people deal with this, you know, it's, there's so many dog owners and so many people out there. In fact, I just heard, God damn it. I just heard two of our core first member fans, Texas texas dr feelgood and uh I, we, we never gave him a name we tried to give him a handle trombonist no, trombones, we and we didn't want to go anything yeah uh, what was his we're just gonna call him uh we do have to have come up with a good call sign for him yeah anyway they're great great couple right yes and so the last time we were talking about this great couple uh their place burned down
0: place had burned
1: down their fucking apartment burned down because of an asshole in the in the unit was what grilling grilling
0: and and left it unattended moron
1: so as a result of that asshole's actions they lose all their shit right (laughs) and so we acknowledge them in one of our beta casts and you know i throw whatever out to them, and then all of a sudden travis jinxes them, fucking jinxes them. she is in pharmacy school all right terrible terrible fucking thing to be going through anyway because it's just the worst you have to
0: memorize words you can't even spell it's impossible it's 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 intense it's very intense i can attest to, i just went to pharmacy tech school and memorizing those drugs that's that's a bitch oh yeah
1: i mean adderall central just to get through the tests <laughs> and you know homeboy he's a, a trump a trumpeter. is that what a trumpeter a tr- trombonist he's a trombonist not a trumpetist okay yes. or trump you know, I don't, Trumpeter. I don't have the uh, vocabulary for the orchestra. So he plays a trumpet and manages McDonald's and uh, supports his, his lovely while they are going through this and their fucking place burns down. And you, of course, make light that, of course, nothing else can happen, right?
0: Well, no. Uh, my, you know, with my mother and I, we uh, always, whenever shit happens to the two of us, things always happen in threes. Mm-hmm. And I just... Pointed that out, like if it was me or my mother, it would be pouring down in threes. And uh, that's right, that's right. And then I was like, "You fucking jinxed them. You yeah. jinxed them." Yeah. So what happened?
1: So the cat ran away. Did it come back? No. Mm-hmm. Cause why? Fucking. I fucking jinxed them. Cause him. you fucking jinxed them. So our 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 little gang, our little group that listens to these little beta casts. Uh, and by the way, uh, we are going to be leaving beta soon. This is going to be our last.
0: This is it? This is this the is announcement? The, this, this is, is, is news the to me, folks. This
1: is the last beta cast.
0: This is the news to me, folks. This is the last beta? This is the last beta. All right. So, so you know we're going to have to get on a schedule because we haven't been proving ourselves very. We've cried wolf twice well, now.
1: We're going to discuss that. But I want to finish our thoughts to our dear friends in Texas. Now, yes. I have not met you guys, but I have heard a lot of wonderful things about you, and of course, appreciate your patronage to our little uh, our little show here. Yes, we do. And to hear the bad luck that has, I don't know, you. Go, I don't even know. It almost uh, I would
0: befalls be- them, be- but it's twix- besieged be- them, them. besieged, behooved upon by me. Ah,
1: uh, brutal. Not behooved. I feel for you guys. We're gonna send you a care package. We're gonna send you something. We're both broke, so don't expect a lot, but there'll be something. (laughs) There'll be something. I'm I'm coming in June, so... That is not my care package. I'm sorry. He's coming.
0: (laughs) That's not the care package. It'll be better than me.
1: (laughs) So uh, we feel for you, but... um,
0: Hearts go out.
1: Back to the... uh, Yes, we have... We've done this enough. We wrapped the wrench part two today. We wrapped the wrench... Uh, you got you beta listeners are going to get that. Now we are going to take the wrench part one and part two, and I've even toyed with making it a wrench part three. Uh, Travis got uh, Travis got into
0: part two. Got a little long winded. Got a little long winded. There was just so much. I didn't want to leave stuff out, but yet I still think that what we were talking about, I still left stuff out. You left but a it, considerable amount out. I left a considerable uh, a considerable amount out. And I think I left out a lot of the funny stuff. Yes, you left out a lot of all of the advice you were getting along the way. (laughs) All this great advice that uh, I was ignoring at first. And then, you know what, though? I will give myself this. I will say, this is how I know that I've learned lessons. Because typically, red flags, I'm blowing through them. I'm blowing through them. I'm in love. Fuck you. You don't see what I see. And it took a little while. But I was able to look at what my friends were saying, and I was able to look at the red flags and go, You're right.
1: You did. You uh you matured. You're
0: right. Yep. So yeah, yeah. So thank you. Yeah. So took well, me took me 34 years, but I'm starting to show a little maturity when it comes to that, I guess. I have an idea
1: about some of the advice you're getting. So here's what we're gonna do. We're gonna release part one and part two, uh, out to our beta listeners, and down the road. Uh, we were going to put those out into the world once the show had kind of been out to the public for a little while and, and, uh, then we'll release those. You guys will get to hear them early. And then when we do, we will add to those with a, uh, shorter cast about some of the advice that you've gotten. Cause we'll actually, we'll, we'll try to bring that whole sphere of friends into a show and relationships and Mm -hmm. what they kind of play onto, uh, and and what part they take in it but um i think uh i think it is time to say we have uh spent a sufficient amount of time practicing
0: okay so we're going live mhm which week.
1: means an intro <laughs> it does we got to have our intro done it means having our website done it means that we're going to have to put our noses to the ground to get some of the stuff together we do we
0: have to get we have to meet up more than once a week now i think cuz I can't do it from my iPad at my house.
1: Yep, we're going to have to sync up and do some work in the evening. Maybe the wife and I will have you over for dinner. I know she's interested in meeting your cow, but like you said, the gear's not at your place. Yep. Um, I would ask those of you that have listened to our beta cast, the few of you that are out there, to um, do us a solid and maybe help us with some of our social media and maybe getting a little bit of the word out there. We're uh, not looking for um
0: you to spend full time on it no no (laughs) but just a little hey i listened to this show maybe share the link yeah if you like it i'd um seeing as we're going out of beta this week feel free to start sharing the links yeah i think uh well
1: actually that's another thing that i was about to drop on you those links are about to disappear really they will not be sharing the links. We didn't, I, they don't okay. need to share anything other than we will let you know when the iTunes podcast has come up. We will,
0: and then you can share the links.
1: Begin posting the SoundCloud. as public, yep. and um, and we will. Uh, well, you guys are a big deal to us. We appreciate you listening. Huge, and, um, huge deal. And even cool. though there's a handful of you, um, it's helped us. Your feedback's been great. Uh, and and some of the feedback that we've gotten, uh, even if uh, you, you felt like it was poo pooed, Travis and I always talk about every single thing that was said,
0: and how it might influence us or help us, and we appreciate it. We do, we do. I do have to say that on the last podcast, uh, you went after the uh, you went after your number one fan, the number one fan of the gym fan club, the or the oracle. He uh, he had a good sense of humor about it. It was him getting ripped on from you was like getting having the heavens descend and like being ripped on by Zeus or something to him. He uh, he it was cracking him up. He uh, but <laughs> just the metaphor <laughs> just comes to mind. The metaphor he's sitting there with the giant you know the foam number one finger on his hand like I love Jim. Jim's the best and Jim just took. <laughs> finger uh, that big foam finger off his hand and just uh inserted it in his
1: hand. well you know you've you've spoken highly of the oracle fairly highly and uh fairly highly. bro code is uh it's big yeah it's a big deal you know uh i th- I, I, I i more call it human code but yes <laughs> well i don't i, I would not expect girlfriends
0: I have, to high five yeah, you when you're hooking up with a girl they have they have I've nice. some high fives, yeah, because we're all humans. They're they're bros, they're sisses. they're sisters. The well, the oracle fits right into the stereotype. <laughs> bro. And bro. And and he's he's <laughs> seen Bro, you. why are you taking the finger off my
1: hand, bro? He's seen uh he's seen the wrench transpire. He had a front row seat to that <laughs> yeah, whole <he> episode. <laughs> and uh I'm sure looking back on it today, he could probably honestly say to himself maybe he could have used a little way to go. <laughs> maybe he could see that throughout this process. Possibly. Even, possibly. even Obi-Wan, <laughs> who can be incredibly numb to what's going on with other people at times, was like oh, involved.
0: He, oh, he was the very first. Just, nice work, man. Um, I'm proud of you. Uh, I'm glad you met a girl. Nice girl. Of course, as it went on, it was like, eh, fuck her. <laughs> but <laughs> As a good friend
1: would. Yes, and I'm sure the Oracle has, has has probably he's
0: yeah had he's, the
1: same sentiments. Yes,
0: yes, yes. I remember even even the felon. The felon was just like if that bitch ever fucking comes in here again. And, Whoa, felon! No, felon! No, calm down. Just uh, I like it. I yeah. like it,
1: felon. That's the way to be. And the, the felon's I'm, the man. I'm pretty sure the Oracle's there now too. I'm pretty sure he's like you know what? I don't want to hear you go on about her. Oh yeah, she's dead to us. Yeah, and yet here we are talking about her again, <laughs> in a good way because we're really talking about those that surrounded the yeah, situation more yeah, so about, than her directly.
0: Man, so these two episodes, this we're gonna give. This is going to be because the way this is going to be released, this one is actually going to drop before the wrench part two because it went on so long with all the editing that needs to be done. It it's gonna it's gonna drop after this, so we're kind of pulp fictioning you guys mm-hmm. with these
1: yes and and in closing, I want to let you know that we are not going to be redoing our beta casts word for word. No these are uh you know basically vault material we're not we'll have an introductory podcast again, and we're gonna introduce the cast of characters all the way from uh from the Oracle and Obi-Wan and the felon and all of you guys will come up because you're all part of our lives, our attacking lives. Yes. And, uh, absolutely Texas God, I'm feeling for you guys right now. Um, so there will be some redundancy in introducing each of you and who you are. Um, and if you don't want to be mentioned at all, let us know.
0: Yes, please do. We, uh, we've always said that from the beginning or if, uh, we, uh, Yeah, if we take something too far, like ripping on our number one fan. He was a good sport about it. Keep doing it.
1: I'm not going to... I have bad news, Oracle. I'm going to continue. And I won't pick you out. I just got to... I got to tell you. You just... (laughs) You got to be cool when you got to be cool. You got to be there for your homeboys. <laughs> maybe maybe if the Oracle were here, he would have things to say about uh, you, Travis. He'd be like, you know what?
0: Oh, he has a lot to say about that me. That fucker could have given me a high five a million times. He just blew me off. Sitting on his white horse. (laughs) Oh, he has a lot. uh, Yeah, he definitely has a lot. I I hear about it for about eight to ten hours a day. So, (laughs) so actually, I don't think I need it. So you're getting feedback. Yeah, I'm definitely getting feedback from this fucker every day. (laughs) I don't think I need him on my show giving me feedback. Right on. Right on. Well, uh, at anyway. Plus, it would destroy the character that we've painted. The character of the Oracle that we painted for you.
1: Uh, he's, uh, we well, never know. These guys can be larger than life. We'll just, uh, yeah, that's true. But that's, that's basically how we see it going down. Yeah. Uh, now th- those things are not news to you. Just the fact that this was going to be the last one.
0: Yes. This is brand new to me. So this is the final beta. So for all of you beta listeners out there, once again, we, we've said it a hundred times already so far, but we really cannot express the gratitude of, of of you guys giving us one to uh, we had one that went an hour and 50 you're about to get another one that goes pretty long and just for you to give us 50 minutes to close to and one instance close to two hours of your time sorry about that yeah sorry but you know we appreciate it it means it means means the world to us it's helpful thank you so much and Wow, this is it. We're saying goodbye to Beta. This is
1: uh, the conclusion of Beta. All right, goodbye, Beta. All right, we're out of here.